Do you want to hear the greatest story? Yeah, I do. Oh my god, Bon Jovi sound checking. We got to see this. But then we hear um, the guy whistling into a microphone. Yeah, it was John, and he goes, "The kids can stay." We're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> nice. Thanks, thanks, Johnny. It was a small theatre, and we went upstairs, and there was a photo of Dire Straits, who mm. did their very first rock blast there in 1982, oh, wow. which was just so cool. Yeah. So these bikies got in touch with us, give us 500 bucks so you don't get your singer back. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome everyone, you're listening to the Art of During podcast. This is an interview style podcast where I talk with musicians, performers and sometimes wrestlers. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Thank you for joining me. It's a balmy old day here in Melbourne Old Town, but uh, we're getting it done. Uh, it's a day late, the podcast this week, because I'm on school holidays and I'm lazy. I've been playing uh, the PS4 the last couple of nights. Now, I bought the PS4, that's PlayStation 4, for those of you who don't know the um, the lingo on the street with the kids. Um, I bought it like about, I'd say about two years ago, at least, because I didn't have a Blu-ray player. The Blu-ray player carked it. I was like, well, I'll get a PS4. I had this idea in my head that I'd be a gamer again. I bought a couple of wrestling games. Man, the wrestling games were awful. It was too difficult to get the controls down. Um, and I bought my wife a game called The Witcher because she'd been reading the books. And I was like, oh, maybe this might be a cool entryway into my lady, you know, becoming a gamer and checking it out. Um, we never played it. But then, of course, The Witcher comes up on Netflix, brand new TV show. We both binge watch it over a few nights. And um, and then I'm like, oh, I want to fire up that game that I bought those years ago now that I'm, you know, got the vibe for the, for the product. And... Um, yeah, fired it up, and the first night I played for an hour, I set a clock, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to play for an hour, I want to get up early the next day. Last night, I played for about two hours, Art of Turing Listeners. It's a ripper game. It takes a while to get used to all of the controls, but um, it's lots of fun, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be, <laughs> it's going to be hard to uh, to get stuff done, because I definitely won't be able to play it while I'm at work, there's no way. Because I'll just, just play that till one in the morning and then I'll just be rubbish all day at work. Forget about it. It's impossible. So, I don't know. It's it's going to be difficult to squeeze it in. But I, I, I'm enjoying playing it, guys. And you know what else I enjoyed? Interviewing my guest this week, Michelle Burner, the singer. We, Me and Michelle go way back. This is a great conversation. We talk for at length. We talk at length. Um, out of touring listeners. So, you can throw this one in on your uh, ride to work. Um, and uh, it'll still be going when you come back home because, yeah, we get into it. But it's a great conversation, lots of laughs, lots of good times, and I want you to keep listening to hear how Michelle sustained a sprained ankle on stage and how Mr. John Stevens gave up his cold beer to ice Michelle's ankle. But you'll have to keep listening to find out all about it. Art of Turing is brought to you every single Friday, unless it's a Saturday and um, I'm on holiday, so it's a Saturday, but <laughs> usually every Friday. You can listen to Art of Turing on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, it's it's everywhere. You can listen to it any way you get a... a, um, a, a, a I'll take a shot. Any way you get your podcasts, you can listen to The Art of Touring. Guys, tell friends about this podcast. Subscribe to the show. Tweet about it. Make a Facebook post about it. Make an Instagram story about it, which I do every week, but you're welcome to do so as well. I just got off the train, was listening to The Art of Touring. You should check it out.
and then that would be great. You know, spread the word, spread the love. Why not? If you are listening with kids, however, it might be idea to, uh, you know, um, distract them with maybe um, Barbie and the princess power. Yeah. And then once they're dropped off at their kindergarten or their daycare, then and only then, can you throw Art of Touring back on, okay? Now let's take a moment to hear from this week's sponsor. Episode 91 of The Art of Touring is brought to you by Lobo's Collectibles in Thornbury. Lobo's is Melbourne's largest and best vintage toy store. Uh, They are newly relocated to 310 St. George's Road in Thornbury, and the store has something for everyone. Star Wars, Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, My Little Pony, Barbie, Star Trek, Dino Riders, uh, Pop Vinyls. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, So if you're looking for something, a present for a friend of the family or your wife, your your miso, your husband, whoever, if they're into collecting and they're into cool stuff, they have to check out Lobo's Collectibles in Thornbury. Now, the coolest thing about Lobo's is they are constantly acquiring new old stock to add to their store. So you're sure to find something different every time you visit. If you follow them on their social media on Facebook and Instagram, they update the uh, the punters on when they get a new collection in. So just recently, this week, they got in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a whole bunch of them. So if you're into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they've got a lot at Lobo's right now. Uh, let them know you heard about the store from the Art of Touring podcast. I love this store. I was just there today. I was just digging through some of the old wrestling figures and I found a dude love bone crunching action figure, which I needed for my collection. So I snapped it up. I snapped it up. You got to get down to Lobo's Collectibles in Thornbury. It's the best done toy store in the universe. Before we get into my conversation with Michelle Berner, I'd like to share with you her voice, her singing voice. This is a track called River Deep Mountain High, her version of it. Here it is. Check it out. There you go. There's just a taste of Michelle Berner's voice, a set of pipes. She's got a set of pipes, ladies and gents. She can sing, I tell you right now. Now let's sit back and breathe it in. That's right. It's Sis Dog and Mishy B shooting the shit. Strap in and let's get loose. It's time for the Art of Touring to begin.
Welcome everyone, you're listening to the Art of Touring podcast. Uh, I'm here in the studio tonight, even though it is a little bit warm, I've got the two fans going. Um, the, the dual fans, usually I only have one fan, but we've got two. Um, uh, because sitting across from me is singer Michelle Burner. How are you, Michelle? Michelle Burner, as in hot stuff, two fans. Yeah, you need two <laughs> fans because it's so warm in here. My goodness. How That's you doing? Great. You good? Really, really good, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a little little while between drinks. I haven't Too seen long. you in a long time, hey. It's been lovely to um see you, you know, after all this time. Mm. It's like a time warp, like I've gone back to, you know, yeah. nineteen we won't say because we're really old. Nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, no. <laughs> when Star Wars was released, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't born. I wasn't born in. I was born in 1980. Yeah, no, um, you're a spring chicken. I was born in 1977. Oh, there you go. Only only three years older than me, Mish. That's it. Yeah, not. That's a drink in the water. Mm -hmm. A drink in the water. A drop in the water. A drop in the water. Drop in the ocean. (laughs) A drop in the ocean and a drink of water, (laughs) which is what we need. Yes, we do. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to you. Hang on. Oh God, I've just just put that all over my shoe there. I've got the Astro Boy mug. Now the Astro Boy. I know we're doing a bit of chit chat, but we'll get to the actual pot in a moment. <laughs> We're still catching up. Yeah, why not? The Astro Boy mug um, has got a bit of a story behind it. I was given um, the Astro Boy mug when I was 16, and I had it in my life ever since then. You know, I'm almost 40, you know, this year. And about six months ago, my cat, you know, the cat that you just met, Abe? Abe. Big, clumsy Abe. He, I left it too close to the edge of the kitchen bench, smashed it <gasps> to smithereens, right? Gee, you've done a good job gluing it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> so since then, I put a, a watch on eBay to see if I could find it. Right. And miraculously, it one popped up. <gasps> and I was willing to pay anything. Don't you love eBay? Oh, God, eBay. I love it. Yeah. So I was able to, um, to get the exact same Monkeys of Melbourne. Uh, Astro Boy glass. So we're hoping this one will last just as long as the other it's one. It's very cute. It's pretty rad. And you've I just loved got that the show. standard, you know, tumbler. Tumbler, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> the lime's nice, though. Yeah, a bit of touch of lime. I try to do a little bit nice for the guests. You know, yeah. if it was a cooler evening, I could have offered you a, a, a coffee. <laughs> I bought a coffee machine about a Terrific. month ago. Yeah. So you're a barista now. I'm a home barista. Gosh. Yeah, I'm quite proud of it actually. Yeah. You've Make learned it. so much since I've seen you last. I know. <laughs> Look at the man you've become. Unbelievable. Dad of twins, a barista, <laughs> and he's got a glass with Astro Boy on it. Aww. Lovely. It's awesome. All right, well, we'll get to brass tacks and we'll get down to where we're meant to be at the beginning of the pod. Yes. And that is, um, I ask this to everyone, whether I, I know or not, my memory's that bad. You may have told me in the past, but I don't remember. Where are you from and where did you grow up? I was born in Kyabram, Victoria, mm-hmm. uh, in the Goulburn Valley. Uh, and I grew up in Gurgari, which is uh, sort of a township near. Well, it was the cu- it was country mm. Victoria, but the closest town was Gurgari. Our address was Gurgari. Yeah, and um, a lot of people can't. They don't know where that is because it's a population of one hundred people. I think they uh, made it population ninety nine when I left in in ninety five. That That's small, <laughs> tiny. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and. Um, it was great growing up in the country, you know. I sang to all of the cows in that area because there wasn't really any big, you know, stadiums or anything to sing to up, yeah. up in the country. But um, no, no. I did go to school in Kyabram, so we caught the bus, you know, to Kyabram oh, and yeah. went to Kai High. Kai I High? actually uh, went primary school. I was at Has- Haslam Street. 
And uh, I still remember the school song, which is really cool if you want to, yeah. Oh, wow. Hurrah for old 2902. There's nothing can compare. <laughs> where children come to learn what's what, who's who and where is where. Now you can travel anywhere, north, south, east or west. Ah. You'll never find a stop- substitute because Haslam Street's the best. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> Haslam Street, school song. Yeah. It kind of sound, it sound like happy little Vegemites melody, isn't it? It is. It's yes. very, uh, that's, I think that's, it's ba- based on the based happy on little that. Vegemite. Yeah, yeah brilliant. I can do that song for you if you like as well. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, no, and that so was great. how long was the, the bus trip down to Kyabram? Uh, about, mm, gosh, that's testing my memory. Probably about 40 minutes. Oh, not too bad yeah, then. Yeah, it was about a oh, quarter of an hour into, into Kyabram, you mm. know, five minutes to Gurgari. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that far away. I, it was actually 12Ks. I used to ride my bike into into town oh, wow. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Which was great. I had yeah. legs of steel like a, <laughs> like an AFL footy player. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was great growing up in that in that town um, mm. of, you know, I think there's 6,000 people, population of 6,000 Kyabram. But my dad was a muso and he played all around there and did all the, you know, the dances, the bush dances and oh, the wedding gigs. And yeah. mainly, you know, I, I don't think he did any, any debutantes because he was sort of a particular style of music, mm-hmm. country country and western sort of popular bush um, t- bush tunes. Yeah, he's a singer. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a multi-instrumentalist. Mm. Um, but he is very good at singing, and my mum's a singer too. Oh wow! Yeah, well, she sings in the school. Sorry, in the church choir. Yeah, and um, but she gets rather nervous, so she starts to shake. She's the one with the papers going. <laughs> really? As she's singing, yeah, she's got the best vibrato. <laughs> she's freaking out. I'm singing again. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, she thinks she's a soprano. Well, she is a soprano, but yeah, that yeah. we every year at the uh, what is it called the Carols by Candlelight. We mm. all get on the phone as, you know, three or four part harmony, uh, three-way conversation with my sisters yeah. and and soon to be my son, I hope, because he's a singer too. We're all singers. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably the worst one of the lot. Uh, <laughs> they can all sing better than me. No, um, and we do the Hallelujah Chorus together. But my mum, oh. you know, she takes the top bit. Whoa. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. It's Far um out. it's pretty screechy. It sounds like a galah or cockatoo kind yeah, of slash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good Aussie uh, good Aussie bird yeah, uh, yeah. noises. <laughs> and so in in there I'm pretty sure I heard that you had siblings as well. Yeah. Are they musical as well or Yeah, I used to make them sing three yeah. and four part harmony, whether they liked it or not. Yeah. Where are you in the lineage? I'm the eldest. You're of the four. eldest of four. Yeah. So oh, wow. at one stage in our old farmhouse who had the farmhouse had really high roofs. It was one of those really old, old country. I think under the first toilet, which was outside, way outside the, you know, drop in the ocean. No, yeah. no, it was like a hole in the in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that had 1951 or something next to it in the concrete. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then the, the other outside toilet, which was the toilet that we used, you know, for everyday use, which was backed off the laundry, had 1980-something, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, one of the pull the chain. Oh, <laughs> one of those full old school, like, <laughs> <laughs> With the sewage not so far back from yeah. there. Yeah, 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 My yeah. sister, who never chewed corn, uh, yeah, it was just yellow on the top. Yeah, right. The sewage. Whoa. <laughs> 
I've no idea what you're talking about. This must be a farm gag or something because I'm just losing, you're losing me now, Mish. <laughs> you could see what she ate the day before right. on top of the sewage. Oh, wow. Floating it was a, at the it top. It was a visible yeah, sewage yeah, tank. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. gross, Yeah, it man. is gross. That's yeah. where I grew up. Yeah. And, uh, you're painting a wonderful picture yeah, of your childhood. That's right. Well, and when I was 11, my dad said, go and mow the lawns. Yes. Out the front, because, you know, we didn't mow the lawns. We, if we wanted the the, um, the, the lawns mowed, we just let the cows out. Mm. And um, and our front driveway was quite long yeah. um, in Gurgari. So um, there was this huge space out the front of the house that my dad wanted to build a shed. And he put four posts out yeah. that were exact. He's very fastidious. He wanted exactly this shape. Yeah. He said, I want you to mow here and then take a an exact 90 degree turn yes. mow up to the next post exact 90 degree turn and then all the way into the middle so I can lay concrete and make a shed <gasps> here uh, which was great we really needed it it was and it still stands to this day it's a really cool shed wow. so I started off very meticulously mowing this lawn sure and we never used a lawn mower so it was a bit of a it was, it was fun, you know yeah ride on mower and my brother came out and wanted to turn so I this got must off have been a huge shed. Uh, it was a huge shed, but uh, to make the shed, I mowed the lawn, slipped yeah. under there, and lost a toe. Oh, no. Yeah, and half my foot. I don't know if you can see my little I scar there. I remember this now. Yeah. yeah. So I always I got, knew that you'd lost a toe, but yeah. I, didn't, I couldn't remember the story. Yeah, so that You trip, actually slid under the ride-on mower. That's right. Oh, yeah. how old were you? Eleven. Ugh. My dad let me mow the lawn. In thongs? <laughs> no. Um <laughs> Dunlop volleys in the volleys, black ones. Oh yeah. man, they were and super so cool. You I reckon came, though. you came off the. the I ride got on. off so that my brother could have a turn. Oh, and uh, he's a good singer too, by the way. Yeah, he yeah. still drives trucks and tractors up there, yeah. like sixty k's an hour in the in the in the um you know paddocks and stuff. It's pretty sure. dangerous. Yeah, singing to his favourite Celine Dion songs <laughs> in the cockpit. He's stitching him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His name's Morkel. Morkel's yeah. singing Celine It's not Dion. Michael, it's Morkel. Good on, Morkel. He likes a keen in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, no, he's <laughs> yeah. soft keen. Yeah. <laughs> um, cold keen. A cold keen. Yeah. yeah, and his kids get it. Ah, I reckon it's time for a keen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's where I'm from, David. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, so that was a good trip to um, yeah. Melbourne mm. um, to, you know, Get skin grafts and everything else, and yeah, sort so of I allow. sang to everybody. Yeah, for ages, the Royal Flying Doctor Service thingy, what is it, TV show? Yeah. came and visited, and I had my photo taken in the paper. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. So they're like, oh, we have to hear this story of this this young girl who's lost half her foot. <laughs> you meet the perfect girl, and she's not all there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just one oh, toe missing. Gosh. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, and so you, you get over that, obviously, and, and you were singing, obviously, from a very young age. Yep. Um, and you From go about to three, I think. Three, yeah. yeah, you just yeah. You couldn't shut you up. You were just nope. singing all the time. So um, they got sick of me in 95 and told me to go to Melbourne. And, and you were 18 at this point? Yep. 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 And you said, I'm going to, I mean... It was a choice. You obviously wanted to yeah, go. Yeah, I really wanted to go. I think yeah. it was a bit scary for mum and dad. It's yeah. always scary when you're from that, you know, country Vic environment. 
they expect you to get a, a job in town and to keep the money flow sort of local and buy local and yeah, you know earn local yes, yes. support the community and mm. there's a lot I could have done musically to support the community because I was a piano player I was a composer by then I was yeah. transcribing music and transposing you know all kinds of stuff for big bands and stuff in wow. school yeah and very much self-taught too but I in the old farmhouse I had the four siblings were in one room two bunk beds and next to my bottom bunk was the piano right so I could stick my right leg out with my foot on the piano pedal yeah and and play my my siblings to sleep or if they were scared or or you know compose in the middle of the night which I often did and my mum would get off the damn piano (laughs) we're trying to sleep big sis is playing the lullaby that's eh? it yeah. Far out. Yeah. And the, so who taught you the piano? Uh, you said you said you're self-taught. I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Dad no was teacher. Self-taught, self-taught and he taught my uncle to play the drums and I was in totally in awe of my uncle Graham uh, who played the guitar and my uncle Trevor who played the drums. So the yeah. three brothers used to play a lot. So we, you know how you learn to speak, David, you know, yes. as a young kid. You don't tell your child who's zero, I'll speak to you when you're ready to say English properly, you know, mm, mm, mm. talking English properly. It's sort of broken English and you're speaking fluently and that's how I learned to play music is right. with jamming with professionals who could do it fluently and yes. then I just sort of did my own language. You, do you know ah, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you so just that's, pick it up as you went along. Yeah, that's how, kind of how I teach now too yeah, for kids yeah, so that yeah. you learn to read and write later. Yes. Yeah. Just get them on the instrument and start jamming. That's it. Yeah. Find a voice. I can see what their fingers are doing. I'm going to copy that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm hearing that. I'm going to see if I can do that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a a very um, unappreciated skill. Yeah. I feel. Especially as a vocalist because a lot of the time, you know, unless you know anything about singing, teaching or learning how to sing with some technique... um, the idea that you know you've got this piece of music and if you're not like a trained like piano player or guitar player and your theory isn't your best friend but you're able to hear something and sing it yeah perfectly you know even though you don't know how it's written down or Mm -hmm. how to sight read it but you can just you know hear it and pick it up Mm. that skill set i think is underappreciated yeah that's why i'm a firm believer that every instrumentalist should learn how to sing yeah or or to sing a lot or to sing their parts Mm. even drummers to you know i have this rule at school uh say it before you can play it yeah, nice. And it's always much easier for them to, to copy and to get the sound that they want if they've vocalised it. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. And so w- before you came down to Melbourne, um, I know you were saying that you were jamming with um, your uh, your uncles and your dad and that's how you kind of came, how, you know, piano started coming to you yeah. and then obviously singing after that. I had a piano teacher too. Oh, you I did have a piano I teacher? I don't know learnt much, but yeah. yeah. That's Dad, what, that was my next question. So, yeah. like in in high school, yeah, you did you have you had a piano teacher? Yeah, yeah, and I learnt flute as well. Had a flute teacher, mm-hmm. and um, so I could play a bit of guitar from learning from friends. You know, just it's guitar as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I kind of liked the guitarist, so I was like, "What can you show me?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guitar. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll learn that too. I guess. Fantastic. <laughs> So uh, when you've got a crush on someone, it's really easy to pick yeah, up an instrument. Yeah. But, um, yeah, learnt the, the drums by sort of watching and listening to my uncle and yeah. 
the guitar. I, the, the one thing I'm missing is the bass and right. and uh, trumpet, like that that mouthpiece kind of instruments. I'm not yeah. re- and strings. Oh my god, I never saw a violin until I was like 25. Sure. Or a cello, or a yeah. That Anything was really like that. yeah yeah. Wow. Yeah, but they make them out of junk up in Gurgari. There's a massive music um, recycling make a make an instrument out of garbage um, movement happening yeah. up oh, there right now. Um, yeah, huh. and they've they've played in Melbourne at uh, in in right in town at Fed Square, I think, and wow. some yeah around. They're a well known group. My dad's part of it and produces some stuff and yeah. works with them and and goes along to listen to them and encourage them yeah. but he's now a piano accordion so you can't really kind of make one of those with scrap no <laughs> that would be very difficult <laughs> yeah kind of reminds me of that first scene in it might get loud where jack white is making a guitar <laughs> out of a pickup and like a you know what I mean? He's like, and that's all you need. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to know how to do that. <laughs> you to figure out how the all electronics work. You can't just go buy some junk and make a guitar. Hey, Dal, where's the toaster? Yeah. <laughs> I need it for parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, see man. that new tune that the dude plays on a toaster? Mm. It's out of control. <laughs> man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even blink twice if someone told me that. I would be like, "Yeah, show me." I, that's, yeah. That sort of stuff's happening these yeah. days. But yeah, you can yeah. bash a lot of stuff that makes a lot of noise, or put strings on a on a hollow-bodied piece of you know, I don't know, metal or wood or something, and it'll Any, make yeah. a, a sound. Yeah, and if yeah. you can tune it, fine-tune it, then you've got yourself an instrument, and mm. you can learn how to play it. Very cool. Yeah, man. That, that's really cool. Go, go, Gary. Go, go, Gary. Is that the name of yeah, the troop? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> That's the name of the town. Oh, Gagari. Oh, so yeah, it's like saying quick. Gary with a stutter. Gagari. 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 Yeah. And so, um, yeah, well, let's talk about how you yeah, made yourself, yep. made, made your way down to Melbourne town. Yep. That's it. A young 18-year-old filly, you know, caught the bus, the train, how you know, hitchhiked, however yep. you got down here. Yep. I don't, can't remember, but yeah. I would have done something. Yeah. yeah. Finished <laughs> high school. Out. Finished high school. Yeah, did yep. um, yeah, year 12 music and I uh, yep. got a terrible score. But I um, went to Sweden, represented the country singing. We had a little band at school mm. and all of the guys had already, I think they'd already left my school, but the school brought them back so that we could go on tour together. Oh, wow. And we travelled around Sweden um, performing with a whole heap of other bands from across the world. Yes. And, um, yeah, as a sort of a festival that moved around Sweden. It was They're very musical. Arts are huge in Sweden. Is and that right? Yeah. There was incredible talent. They are taught, like what I was saying before, they learn music by doing mm-hmm. from a really young age. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Yeah. What a, what an amazing experience for a young person yeah. to be touring um, at 18 years old um, with, you know, your, your peers. That's right. Yeah. Through school. Fantastic. Yeah. Our, our school has like a history trip where they let like the history students go and check out Europe and all that. Uh, but we don't have a performing arts trip. Yeah. Like at all. Not even. I think we did one performing arts trip up to Sydney, the dancers all went because they went to the Sydney Opera House and they were checking out something up there. So cool. But that was about it, you know. I want to be I'd, a dancer. Yeah. Oh, well, wouldn't we? Oh, <laughs> gosh. 
don't have the frame for it. You know. Your daughters can. They will one day, I'm sure. <laughs> well, they've had dancing lessons for a year. And then this past year, 2019, they, they did swimming because we thought, you know, you're Australian, you've got to learn how to swim. Good on you, Dave. Yeah, it's an important skill really to have. Really important. Um, and so this year when they're going to school, they're probably, we're going to try to get them to do both. Awesome. Yes. So there you go. Um, Love oh, it. wow. And so you're, um, you're, you're in Melbourne now. And yep. where do you go to TAFE? Yeah, I went straight to TAFE. So I went to um, Box Hill TAFE. Yeah. Back in 90, gosh, yep, one of them. 95, 96? Yeah, yep, yeah. round about there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when I moved there um, to Melbourne, um, it was really daunting and I didn't have a lot of money and dad and mum didn't have a lot of money, money and they actually yeah. separated that year. So um, I wasn't really supported financially. So I used to busk underneath the road, Station Street, Box Hill. Yes. And I used to get a fair bit of money. Bit of coin, yeah. yeah. a bit of coin. Yeah, at least like 60 bucks in a sitting. So I'd do that three or four times a week and that was enough That's to get me through. That's how you could pay your rent. That's it and food. But yeah. um, I couldn't afford school so they had to kick me out. But by then I had – I was smart enough to just make friends with everybody, Dave, and making yeah. friends in, in – um, Box, at Box Hill TAFE was really beneficial because yeah. they were already from Melbourne. They showed me, I'm like, where can we see music? Where can I see people play? Mm. What festivals are going on? How can I, you know, Get that's involved. what you wanted to go and see as many people as we possibly could because mm. that's not, it, that's what's missing in the country, in country Victoria. Yeah. So every touring musician that came, I think we had Roxas come to Kyabram once and I was like 16 and I got smuggled in there illegally and watched yeah. Roxas and that was like, yes, yes. I'm going to be a rock star like that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Wow. Very inspiring. So the more you watch and listen others yeah. on stage and how they um, perform and how they're true to themselves and you see their language or the way that they communicate sure you can kind of either you know copy and and try out you know stuff that they do yeah. I think it's all about it's like I always come back to language man I don't know why but always like back in the country they do speak like this so you do tend to you know talk a bit like that yeah yeah but up here I sound like I've got a, a stick up me backside yeah and um so i think do you slip into it when you go back home a little bit a little bit yeah 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 start saying morkel take yeah. out the resorkling <laughs> <laughs> it's got a real dro- yeah. like a, a droll to it doesn't yeah. it yeah 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 turn rot see my my mum is um, right that's good <laughs> my mum's um irish and when she would used to talk to her mum on the telephone she would just drop straight into the irish accent and then once um, she'd hang up, she'd, she'd go back into the, the Aussie, Aussie accent. And it was literally like a switch in her brain, mm. you know. She would just switch mm. straight into that, that accent. So it would probably be similar even though it's still the same country, obviously. But the accents do differ from different parts of the country, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's quite interesting how the brain works like that. Yeah. Um, and so you're busking um, and yep. under the Station Street Bridge. Yep. Breaking in 60 bucks a sitting. Hey... <laughs> Bit of off topic. Can I yep. ask you, did you actually get your busking license or you just went rogue and thought, screw it, I'm just going to start playing? Totally and went rogue. I was so really? green, David. Yes. So did you get in that trouble? Year, oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, some guy came up to me and told me to move on. I didn't even know who that was or whether it was some kind of authoritative figure or whatever. I didn't. I just packed up and went. Yes, yes. So I had a cassette player, 
um, a, sorry, a CD player, a portable CD player, which I got for my 16th birthday, along with Mariah Carey's Music Box CD. So I had to learn that from top to bottom okay. and cover all of those runs and all of that range. Oh. Yeah. So that you can pretty much do anything. Yeah. And anyway, so got to got, I would take my little my little my <laughs> I'm talking little, but it was huge. It was this big. It was like yeah. a spaceship. It's like like that thing there. Yeah, huge, yeah. massive. Yeah. Mm. Oh, can you see yeah, it? Yeah, I can. Sorry, I'm it's pointing square. Down. It's square. Yeah. Mine was kind of rounded. Rounded. On the edges. I remember the rounded yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. So I took that with my backing tracks. Because that acapella. one actually has like in the back, you can put like those huge like. Batteries in it. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's the exactly one you what it was. Yeah. D size batteries. That's the one. That's it. The so ones it was you, like you a brick. put in the, the lightsaber. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, I am a massive Star Wars fan. Crazy, really? crazy. I, didn't I haven't that even about seen. You. Haven't even seen the latest one. Yeah, yeah. The new one. After number eight, I kind of dropped off. I was like, mm. I know you should persevere. Rise yeah, of Skywalker right. is really good. Okay, because I loved times. Force Awakens. Force Awakens was brilliant, man. But it was so similar to A New Hope. Yeah, and I was kind of nostalgic like, mm. vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's and, Star yeah. Wars, good versus evil. That's right. Empire versus Rebels. That's Just it. Name it a little different thing. Yeah. There's a dark guy with a helmet. <laughs> You know, there's, another, there's a light girl with a lightsaber. <laughs> Fucking win-win, mate. Oh, and you get the Millennium Falcon as well. Oh, my like, God, that you, was so awesome. go wrong, I was really? crying. Yeah. I, the first time I saw Force Awakens, I was like, I had tears in my eyes yeah, when they had man. the... the well, yeah, man. When, when they the first Falcon. get into the Falcon. That's oh, pretty bad. Man, it's so cool. Yeah. I love I've it. I've been wearing my Star Wars jammies yeah. since I was 12, I reckon. The same ones. <laughs> no. The same ones. <laughs> It's only a thread left, top and bottom. Right, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit of elastic. It's like oh. a G-string now. <laughs> no, I, I actually... Oh, God. I actually... Um, oh, yeah, it's funny you say that because when, when the Falcon does appear in those movies for the first time, the Falcon mm. actually has a theme. And a lot of people don't realise, but that ship actually does have its own theme yeah. music. Um, yeah. uh, most people would recognise it from The Empire Strikes Back during the um, asteroid field That's chase. That's the one where, I, where all the themes, like at the start, the whole... Hoth system, and you can hear all those themes for yeah. Luke, for Leia, for exactly. Han, for everybody, Chewie, yeah. everyone. And the Imperial R2. March is actually um, from Empire Strikes Back. The Imperial oh, March isn't actually isn't even in, in Star Wars. You're joking. No, so everyone thinks that's like Darth Vader's, you know, it is Darth Vader's theme, but it was actually written for Empire Strikes Back. Man. It doesn't, it's not, uh, the Empire does have its own theme, like in the original movie, but the Imperial March, that yeah. da, ba, 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 da, is actually from Empire. Empire. Maybe I should start a Star Wars podcast instead. <laughs> well, the Star Wars stuff is how I learned to transcribe, and there you, you know, go. and that theme. You know, I'm thinking it's got to be, you know, a, a minor. It's actually a major scale inverted, and like, how can it sound so evil when it's like, but it's you know set in the minor key. But yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. That's where your where your reading and writing comes into it. All of a sudden, because you've been jamming with professionals, you un, you want to unpack it and really learn what's happening. And that's yeah. that's part of the reason why. You love Star uh, Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, uh, John Williams. Kudos, yeah, my God. And it was so cool that he's still around to be able to score all the new ones Incredible. as well. Yeah. And Harry Potter, he did a bit too. Oh, the, the, the dude's yeah. got his finger in oh. there. So many pies. And his thumb too. Oh, all of them. <laughs> all of them, man. I love it. And he's even his toes, I think, too. <laughs> oh, lucky bastard's got ten. John, John Williams, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, anyway, um, some people have it all. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. 
<laughs> We're learning a lot about you tonight, Thanks, Mission. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> you know, it's really great going down yeah. memory lane. I should have mentioned, actually, going yeah. out, speaking of memory lane, the, that first year of school, I saw so many people sing. I actually saw Anthony J sing with Paul Ceccanelli, who were two kind of, I don't know, for me, they're legends because yeah. they were like the corporate entertainment you know hierarchy yeah and after seeing AJ sing and he sang very much like John Farnham who yes. was a hero of course yeah how could you not be Australian and not have John up on a pedestal sure. he's incredible yeah and AJ just sang so close to that and I was into Southern Sons and Jack Jones Erwin Thomas whatever you quite want to call him mm. aka mm, mm. Um, he um yeah, Southern Sons. I loved his voice as well Incredible. and his guitar playing. Yeah. Yeah, we won't even go there because that'll be the rest of the podcast. Let's not mention that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, stay on the he's singing. He's a bit good. Just a little bit Just good. Just a bit good. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible, isn't he? So, um, yeah, John, <laughs> John and Jack were these big husky voices and I had this clean, you know, Mariah Carey kind of sound. Sure. And after seeing AJ, I was like, man, I want to sing like him. So I followed him around, but he was doing Elvis to the Max, which was a Elvis oh, cover. Elvis but I love Elvis. Like, yes. I always loved Elvis. I loved the way he performed. Mm. You know, when you go and watch people and you see the way they perform, he was so natural and so genuine that yeah. it was just undeniable. Um, so that's the kind of performer I wanted to be, yeah. watching him. And, um, and AJ was so similar that... Anyway, after getting kicked out of Box Hill Tafe, I went and worked for Electric Factory Wholesale Music in, in High Street Preston, not oh, far yeah. from where I live now, which is incredible. Yeah. And um, so uh, one of the girls working there, Melody, Melanie Jardine, is AJ's cousin. Now, I didn't know that she was AJ's cousin. I just knew she was really cool. Yes. We had lunch one day and we were talking about what we wanted to do with our lives and we were stuck in, you know music wholesale what do you really want to do and I said oh, I want to sing I want to be a singer I want to make money out of singing and she goes oh my cousin does who's your cousin AJ right I love him he's amazing yeah I was starstruck like totally starstruck I'm thinking here's one guy that I can actually maybe reach mm. through this lovely lady a friend of mine yeah and she said right this is the deal you're going to come and sing at my wedding. He's going to see you sing at my wedding and he's just going to love you and you're going to sing with him forever. <laughs> right. I'm like, and I'm going, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> so I did that and... She it, was getting married. He, she got married. I got I got to go to her wedding, which was incredible. Wow. To Rob. They're still married. Beautiful. Two kids. Gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, AJ waited until the end of the night. That bastard. <gasps> handed me a little card and said I like you let's work together and I was like my god Melanie's dream is coming true <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it first gig was at a very prestigious I think it was actually um, the Regent Theatre Ballroom in, in Collins Street oh, wow. so I walked in there looking up and going oh my god this is like spot the, the tourist sure looking up and just going I cannot be singing in this theatre yeah. yes you are sound yeah. checking it was like a dream come true I'm like oh my gosh corporate entertainment this is just everything to me yeah yeah and I get to sing and entertain and make people happy through the songs they know and love you know mm. I loved all those anthems mm. all the ones that everybody knew the words to yeah that's they're the songs that I wanted to sing yeah um, so after the event coordinator who was sitting next to me hadn't finished her her dinner because she went to I couldn't believe they fed me I was like my god I was like pretty lady you're pretty sorry pretty woman pretty, <laughs> pretty, I was a pretty lady but 
pretty woman, yeah, like yeah. which fork knife do I use? Sure, yeah. AJ's trying to, you know, that's not your bread roll. That's the event organizer's bread roll. Put it down. Okay. No, pick it up. You've already got fingers on it. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I asked her if I could finish her meal. Yeah. Yeah, and AJ's like, no, Mish. After licking my plate literally with my finger with the yeah. gravy, gosh, he yeah, he was like, Mish, you, you can't hungry. work. Yeah, well, <laughs> starving, I hadn't, I hadn't eaten for like music. eight months. Gosh, <laughs> in Melbourne. Yeah. So he he was like, I'm going to teach you a little bit of eloquence. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. At the dining table at gigs and he showed me the ropes and I, wow. I and I got to sing with him and he mm. was he was incredible incredible yeah, to yeah. sing with and all of his phrasing really cool phrasing yeah and then you go and you know with this great money that you're earning through corporate entertainment go sure. and get to go to festivals and see gigs and and or just local down at the you know at the local bar you can catch yeah. up with some incredible musos mm. so um Oh, wow. Well, I do want to hear more about your time in the bands here in Melbourne. But before I do, I'd like to take a moment to tell our listeners about our sponsor, Anytime Fitness in Epping. I recently joined the Anytime Fitness community and I love it. They give you a key fob, uh, which gives you access, 24-hour access, not only to your home gym, but every Anytime Fitness location around the world, which means if you're planning a holiday and you don't want to ease up on your training while you're overseas or interstate, you can still find a gym wherever you are around the globe. It's perfect for the touring muso or for the wrestler as well, the touring wrestler. If you're on the road and you need to get a pump in before your next match or your next gig, you can always find an Anytime Fitness somewhere and get your training in. I love the whole concept of the 24-hour gym. And I think the best part for me, because I don't like training with headphones, uh, is they have an app called Crowd DJ, which you can download to your smartphone and you can control the music in the gym. So if you're in the mood to play some of your favorite tracks and you've forgotten your headphones at home, or if you are like me and you don't train with headphones on, uh, you can still listen to your own playlist of music while getting your gym session done. Uh, You also have the Anytime Fitness app, which you have access to when you sign up, uh, uh, which has heaps of programs and workouts uh, to help you on your fitness journey. Not to mention the very friendly staff who are always happy to help. So head on down to Anytime Fitness in Epping and sign up today. Yeah, that's how my journey began, and I sang with AJ for 22 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Deja Vu, a big 11-piece band. Yeah. Yeah, huge band. Was Um, there a female singer in the group before you joined? I think uh, AJ sort of chopped and changed everything around once I joined. So I think he had... Fresh. Oh, I don't even know it was called if it was called Fresh. So he he and I had a duo called Fresh. Yes. And then Fresh was like a six piece, and then it became a duo, and then Deja Vu was like the smaller one that became the big one. I don't know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there were a few member changes, but Marcus Ryan, who's actually my partner now, yeah. my my life partner, mm. um, is was still in Deja Vu at the end. He was at the start. And at the end, with me and AJ, I think we were the three mainstays for the Main, whole time. Members, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is Deja Vu still going? No, we we kind of finished up 
uh, at the end of 2017, I think it was, or hang on, what year? No, 2018. 2018. Yeah. Yeah, so it's only been a year now, really, that it hasn't been a thing. Yeah, Mm. yeah. So that was... A long time. Yeah, a long time. You're doing the same thing with the same people, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, we did. We chopped and changed the show around. Sure, um, yeah, and, yeah. And you know, brought in a few new songs, but yeah. sort of stuck with the classics of the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s dance songs that everybody knew all the words to. So it had to be those anthems. Yeah. From the era that we were covering, mm. and we did sort of st- stay 70s, 80s, 90s today. For the whole time. And then yeah. we would do a few medleys, of course. You the know, the ABBA medley, medley, the Michael yeah. Jackson medley, the Madonna medley. The sure. Yeah. It was really wow, cool. Man. Costume changes. And in the end, we scrapped the costumes. Yeah. Our two dancers became backup singers. Yeah. So it wasn't really flash dance anymore with, you know, side splits, side of stage. Like, I, I make up, we had the most amazing dancers. Yeah. Just incredible, you know things going on while I was singing Mm. a real honor to work with such a wonderful bunch of people that I'm Mm. mostly still in contact with we were like a family yeah yeah it was my musical family during that time with Deja Vu um, were there any shows that were um, specifically memorable for like something that went wrong or something funny or anything like that oh god there was always something going wrong Um, (laughs) and I think I was mainly part of it yeah Um, yeah there were bits of costumes that were supposed to be on when I came out that weren't or were oh, on backwards. Really? <laughs> there was a halter neck that sort of just flopped down and exposed me. Um, <laughs> there was a hole in the stage um, probably uh, as wide as my leg and my leg managed to go through it. So I had oh. one leg on stage and one leg off. Oh, my gosh. Um, I called a lovely old lady who was Mrs. Joe Dix. I called her the wrong name. Um quite publicly on stage that was a that was an interesting story i didn't realize her name wasn't cox so anyway there's been always there's always something funny going on so her name yeah. was joe dix dix <laughs> but you called her joe cox that's correct but that's an easy mistake yeah, to be yeah. made look come I on i teach with the peter cox okay i probably I've call never him. called him peter dix <laughs> <laughs> not not to his face anyway <laughs> Um, <laughs> he lives locally. Oh, I see him walking his golden retriever all oh, the time. Oh, how gorgeous. I love golden <laughs> so retrievers. next time I see him, I'm going to go, hey, Peter Dix. Oh, my God. That was terrible. <laughs> I hope he stones you. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. So, yeah, it's He gives wrong. it to me. I'd love to say that to oh, him, actually. Good. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, many uh, like and you know entertaining the ANZ Bank and yelling out, "Come on, Commonwealth Bank!" You know, like oh, yeah, really? yeah, silly, no. silly, yeah. What ha- did they all go? Oh yeah, like, and totally. Then you had to like yeah. try and backpedal a yeah, little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that you, I've got your attention, let's get on with the show, kind oh, of thing. Yeah, shit. I can always turn it around in a lovely way, yeah, unbelievably. Yeah. But I my I only open my mouth to change feet sometimes, David. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, take that foot out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try the other one. Yeah, here. that's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's silly. brilliant. That's really funny. Yeah. I've said some pretty silly things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, and had some horrendous falls on stage too. Yeah. 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 Some pretty bad um I got my, my foot caught in the back of a dress coming down off a step. Yeah. So I couldn't put that foot down as I was sort of yeah, I went into a bit of a mess and and landed quite clumsily in front of the whole audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Oh, man. Told them all that I saw my life flash by and that it was very short and there was still so much I had to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> all good. There's always a funny, like, there's you've got to be a witty line out of these yeah, kind of embarrassing situations. Cause, and you're gigging that often. Like, oh, yeah. it's, you know, yeah. something's going to happen mm. at least every six months or so where well, you just can't escape you, it. I didn't. I've um, so I went back and did my master of sorry my bachelor of music yeah from 2011 to 2014 after I'd done at the well advanced diploma at Box Hill that I never finished but anyway did the bachelor of music which was the best thing I've ever done yeah I learnt from some of the most amazing players like where, where did you go to sorry I went to Melbourne Polytechnic which oh, yeah, was yeah. NMIT T, when I yeah. was there yeah but it was back at Box Hill no in Fairfield oh Fairfield yeah beautiful nice. campus yeah awesome yeah wow yeah some incredible musicians yeah um, yeah taught me a lot of great stuff there so I've brought all of that information to the school that I'm working at now I used to work at a lot of different schools teaching music mm-hmm. teaching singing and piano or a little bit of self-accompanying with vocal yeah. or doing vocal workshops for um, instrumental people, uh, instrumental students. Sure, yeah, So yeah. teaching um, saxophonists and, and guitarists how to sing their scale before they play it or, you know. That kind of thing. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But now you're at one school. Only at Press Hill in Kew and it's remarkable. Yeah, what an cool. incredible school. It is huh. a little bit, um, you know, I don't want to say it's, look, it's progressive. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's definitely a progressive alternative to, you know, the wear a uniform, um, go to school, learn this. Yeah. You know, the kids have a lot of say. There's a lot of agency. Huh. Um, at school for these for these um, students and um, right. it's great because they that I've learned a lot from them through yeah. that having yeah. letting them take the reins a bit and wow yeah far out man it's terrific it sounds like the exact opposite of my day gig man yeah all uh, oh, right I teach okay. at a, a high school a Catholic school uh, yeah here in the I used to be at yeah a Catholic school CRC Caroline Springs yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah right on mm. yeah I'm just here in Epping and St Monica's and it's uh it's yeah. very uh, traditional yeah um and it it can be a bit um inflexible right with the uh, you know curriculum and you know yep. what, what we're doing don't yep. get me wrong I love my gig oh yeah but um, the, f- the idea that a student is going to be directing what they'll be learning that yeah. day that, that's wild man. I mean you know to a certain extent <laughs> yeah, you can there's always, obviously some direction there as well it, but. well I'm a it's, a it's more guidance I'm giving them guidance yeah, yeah. rather than teaching them stuff and yeah. it's what they want to learn that we sort of wow, chase we le- we research and we learn together and you, so that's really a full time gig for you now sure is yeah right on man so I'm doing my Master of Teaching now. Yeah. And there's a loophole for those wanting to um, teach classroom that haven't got a Master of Teaching or, an, or a dip ed, which oh, you can't really? get anymore, dip ed. Yeah, no, because that's, that's what I have. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, right. So you so can I did it bloody do, years ago. Yeah, good on you for doing that. I never did it and now yeah. I'm kicking myself, but anyway. But Because so, now the only option is to get the Master's yeah, of master Education. Of, yeah, no. Well, Master of Teaching, I think, is just under that. I'm not right, sure. Right. Yeah, and then there's Master of Education. Okay, okay. Yeah, or yeah. Bachelor of Education. I can't remember. But anyway, it's still, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot more involved. 
Yes, it takes which longer is great. Too. And I've told, I've, I've spoken to a lot of people, a lot of my friends who have got the dip head that yeah. said, oh my gosh, you know, it was one year of bing, bang, bong and now I'm a teacher, you know, you yeah, sort of man. learn on the job. Yeah. So what I'm learning on the Master of Teaching um, is quite substantial, I think, compared yeah. to and what well, a dip head. good too so because it sets you up, you I know. I love learning. Yeah, that's Learning's a cool thing. Learning's like a really, yeah. Yeah. Learning all the time. That's why I wanted to be a singer because singers learn songs and they learn music. Yeah, and then, nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just uh, – I won't say what, but I actually went through the process of auditioning for something and um, people ask me, oh, did you get it? How did you go? I'm like, look, I don't really care. I need mm. to be more about just having fun learning something new. Absolutely. Whether I get the gig or not, like whatever. I don't. Yeah, you know, that would be awesome if I did. But I, I, I've done that many auditions and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing and that before that I haven't gotten. Mm. I'm like, you know what? Let's just treat this as a journey towards having fun learning something new. Yeah. And adding that to my bow, and then maybe next time I'll get it or mm. or whatever. You know. Yep. But no, I definitely agree, you know, it's, uh, especially in the music game, you do have to just keep learning. You know, um, it's a little bit morbid, but uh, Neil Peart just died, oh, yeah. the drummer from Rush. Yeah, I, know. I, I was talking to my mate about it and he said, you know, Neil, up until about three years ago, was still getting drum lessons. Yep. Like that's how much he just loved what a legend. his instrument. Yeah. And he's like top five drummers of all time. I know. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, my husband, partner, whatever. <laughs> We're not yeah. married, but Marcus yeah. Ryan, hurry up. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't really don't really care either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he um he has books from yeah, lots of drummers and, yeah. and will sit there and practice yeah. all the time, constantly. The time. And he's a professional musician that you know, he's been playing with Meg Mack and Vicar and Linda Bull and, you mm. know, all these sensational People, acts to yeah. these massive um, you know, uh, what is it? Thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. But big he's crowds. still at home, just concentrating on his paradiddles. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah you, you got to have, have everything down. That's right. Every and time. Every time I'm singing with my students, I'm doing all of those scales every day mm. with them, mm. and constantly double checking that I'm, you know, nailing it, nailing it, or else I, I haven't got any right to teach. Yeah. You know? Hey, before we um, go any further, I, I kind of do want to give our listeners a little bit of context um, about how we met each other. Ooh. Yeah. Love it. Um, now, my memory's terrible. Well, Greensboro Music, you know, Main Street Music. Yes. We worked there. Right. Yeah, together. So, I was actually teaching there yes, at the time. Yes, I was teaching. As well. Music. Yeah, singing. Sorry. Yeah. So, we were... Oh, of yeah. course. And yes, then you gave the me my Wood. first teaching gig. <laughs> because I've got you to blame. <laughs> Sorry, man. Because you, that's right. I'm what such an a honor Muppet. to serve. Come I'm on, man. I'm such a Muppet, No, man. you're not. Yeah, I it's remember now. It's all coming back to me. Yes. Um, because you were like, oh, um, I'm going to be leaving there. Yeah. And I need, they need a singing person. And yeah. I think I'd mentioned, you know, I've been trying to get in there as a singing teacher, yeah, but they right. never gave me a, a, you know, a look in. And then you were, or maybe you were going on tour or something. I don't know. What yeah. were you going, going somewhere yeah, to do? Yeah, that's it? where my memory's gone. I don't know. I had to go do something. Or maybe yeah. I was just filling in for you one night. Like, I couldn't do this one. Get Dave. He'll fill in for my students. Maybe. And that's how I just got my foot in the door. And they gave yeah. me my own night after that. Fantastic. Fuck, let's go with that. <laughs> 
That's how it happened first. That's how we met. That's how it happened. Yeah, exactly yeah. like that. Wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, loved mainstream music. Oh man, what memories! Fantastic memories. And that was where we were teaching family. the Yamunis. My heart, bless. My heart. Yeah. What and a that, family. that was when we, um, we, we I, I remember, I've told this story on the pod before, but now with a bit of context, um, I remember having one uh, night of students and then Australian Idol was a, <laughs> a, became a thing yeah. in Australian culture yep. and everybody wanted to be a singer. Mm. And so my one night of singing teaching turned into three. <laughs> Within like three or four months. That's amazing. It was chock-a-block. Yeah, terrific. Because everyone wants to be a singer. I love it. You know, and I mean, I guess... That's the thing. Everybody wants to be a singer. That, it, that every, I don't know how many people have come up to me and say, that's the only thing I wanted to be able to do when I was little is sing. Mm. So I feel very blessed that I've been able to... Well, you know, I'm okay at it. Yeah, you, you know? you're pretty good <laughs> at it. All right. I, not too bad. Not too bad. So, um, you know, it's yeah. what a blessing to be yeah. able to do it well. And to have people around me that could teach me. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. being open to learning Dave and being persistent with it, committed 100%. to it over a very long period of time. Yeah. That's what makes great singers. And I'm yeah. still learning too. Yeah, man. I actually really, there's a couple of singing teachers that I haven't sort of, yeah, gone with yet. So yeah, I, they're yeah. the ones that, I did have a bit of a funny story that two of my singing teachers, we met up with this sort of vocal thing. Yes. Vocal improvisation, jazz thing. And she was like, how do you know Michelle? And she's like, oh, I'm Michelle's teacher. And she's like, but I'm Michelle's teacher. I was like, yeah, you're both my teachers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terribly uncomfortable. But that's all right. Yeah, You've yeah. got to go to everybody. I reckon I've had 50 vocal teachers in Melbourne. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone to everybody, everybody. Which is great because you yeah. you can take the best advice from all of those different teachers. Yeah. And see which ones really impressed me and which ones didn't. That's and now I can be the the teacher that I deem worthy. You've got to have piano or, or guitar skills. You've got to be able to record yeah. children. You've got to have great theory, great knowledge of of you know, physiology mm. and um and mechanics. And and know a range of those vocal um, like things like a still singing, a still um, vocal yeah. Technique. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, uh, there's lots of different Is that ones. That gimmick with the yeah, yeah. I'm doing. Oh, I'm look, doing a gesture <laughs> here, folks. You can't tell. It's an audio it's, medium, it's not but a, not a rude gesture. <laughs> no, no, he's, I'm, not, I'm, he's not flipping me the bird or I'm anything. I'm basically <laughs> pretending that the top of my head is a string on the top of my yeah. head. It's resonance back here, and it's all about yes. tilting in the throat, I and that yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all about knowing what's tilting when and where and how and, Mm -hmm. yeah, being in control of it. But, yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's lovely to be able to see students go from there to there. Yeah. And uh, and I'm gesturing now. (laughs) Now you're gesturing. From this end to To that that end. end. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) From top to bottom. No, from bottom to top. I've done the teaching game now since um, 2000 and, I mean, as a classroom teacher, um, 2006. Great. Um, and I've I've had that uh, some of those experiences where I've actually taught a student from year seven Whoa. all the way to year twelve. Don't you love it? And seen them, you know, turn into a, a, a young person. Yep. You know, from a little kid to a young person. Awesome. You know? um, I love it. And 
it drives me. Yeah, it's incredible. You I know? love it so much. Um, I really hope. Um, at the moment, I'm only doing junior because our music department has kind of been culled a little bit, which happens a lot in you know high schools and stuff. So it means you know there's not much arts cuts. Yeah, just you know. Lucky at, at Press Hill, arts are right right up the Maybe top. Maybe I should go to Sweden. I hear yeah. someone told me recently that they they take good care of their uh, you know they arts totally over there. Do. Yeah, it's incredible actually. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've brought that that kind of vibe here. I hope. Yeah, you know man. that just singing around, you know, yard duty. Come on, let's just hold hands and sing. Here's a ukulele. Let's just. Oh wow. Yep. Totally. Yeah, I love it. It's really cool. It's We're cool musical thing, beings. Yes, we all want to sing yeah, for a yeah. reason, man. Yeah, for a yeah. reason. Oh, it just, it's it, part of us. It melts my heart whenever the girls just start kind of singing <sighs> along to something. You know, like if it's a TV show or a movie or, or yep. whatever. Um, even just like Vivian has gotten into a thing that I used to do when I was a kid, and that's quoting. So she'll quote movies. Like, we watch Willy Wonka all the time. And she loves that Veruca Salt, you know. She's like, you promised me, Daddy, I'd have it on the first day, you know. <laughs> oh, we were, they've been, you know, um, uh, shilling chocolate bars from dawn till dusk. And then she goes, make them work nights. <laughs> she loves it, you know. It's used terrific. to be one of my favourite things as a kid I love is it. learning the lines of movies, That's you know. That's what we do. We copy and emulate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool thing, man. It's so good. Um, well, usually at this point in the pod, I sure. kind of bring it on home and say, you know, tell us every, tell everyone um, what project you're currently working in. But okay. you've kind of moved away from the, the, the performance side and now you yeah. are kind of doing the teaching gig. I am. Yeah. But funnily enough, because in the teaching gig, I've been saying when I used to do performing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I... I, it feels very wrong to say that. So I've recently started performing again. So oh, it's cool. yeah, it's great. I've done some um, little little gigs here and there, and it's been terrific. But yeah. I'm blonde at the moment because I'm Kylie Minogue. Oh, you're doing for, a Kylie show? Yeah, for a hundred percent Kylie. Nice. Big shout out to a hundred percent Kylie because yeah. they that show is just phenomenal. They have three kind of different tribute shows there's mm-hmm. Kylie there's Madonna Ultimate Madonna and then yep. there's the Taylor Swift gig as well yeah so, so um, you're there Kylie well just filling in Lucy oh, they is had a, a few yeah what well, no they've only got two well the Lucy is Lucy Bailey is like the Lucy Holmes she's like the Kylie. Ah. Yeah. She's been on telly and done the whole... The whole... Kylie, Kylie knows her. Oh, wow. And and endorses the show. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. She and Kylie, like, and, and Danny for that matter, are just like that. So wow. she's on Breakfast Radio for Light FM. Yeah, yeah, 89.9. Yeah. Okay. Every morning. Yeah. So it gets a bit hard. She's got a daughter, Sh- um, Shiloh, beautiful young girl. Yeah. When she was pregnant... I filled in while she couldn't fit into the little, you know, nothing sizes you up like a corset, darling. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, she um, had Charlotte and then came back, and now yeah. she's been on. Uh, uh, she's been on Be- Beyond the Sash, which I think is Channel Nine, Channel Seven. I don't know. I don't know. It's about um, uh, Miss Australia or Mrs Australia um, pageant, you know. Oh. Not, not so much beauty pageant kind of things, but those sort of Shows. people yeah. um, who help out uh, the unfortunate or, you know, less fortunate, I should say. Yeah. Um, things like um, the seeing hospital in the Philippines. I think that was Lucy's. Okay. She went across there and joined the medical uh, facility and helped wow. put yeah a whole heap of people through 
getting their eyesight back. So, yeah. yeah. She's pretty awesome. So I'm filling in for her. So I'm very blonde. The kids at school tell me, they're like, Michelle, we don't like your blonde hair. We want you to be brown again. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, no, don't change anything at school, man. (laughs) I know. I've shaved my beard over the break (laughs) and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have stubble when I get back. They're going to be like, what happened to your beard, sir? (laughs) Hopefully they'll stop calling me Jesus. Wouldn't that be nice? God, I'd love to go to work and not be called Jesus every day. That would be so oh amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I'm serious, yeah, man. Yeah, I'd love to go to work and not be called Kylie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the tallest, weirdest looking Kylie in the world. But luckily with those costumes on, which are remarkable, by the way, I yeah. do look a little bit like her. Very transformative, mm, yeah. Yes. And before we came out here, my lady actually said, oh, you know, um, I want to hear your time as Frida as well. <laughs> and what was yes, all that about? Yes, um, Bjorn again. Bjorn so, again. Yeah, that's a touring show. That yeah. is very much a touring show. I don't think and I did, did one Bjorn again in Melbourne. Yeah. How um, long were you, were you with them? Or it was very sporadic because there are an A, B, A and B show and I was in Deja Vu. So it was very tricky. I was kind of like the fill-in um, go-to in, a, in an emergency. But it was yes. great to be able to learn that show yeah. and – you know, speaking in broken English in Sweden, you know, that kind of, yeah. Full du gimmick like that. Ergen? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. We want you to be singing and dancing with us. Yeah. So, wow. it was great. It was really great. And the other singer, Atlanta, Atlanta Coogan, do you know her? She's incredible. Great blue singer, Amy Winehouse. My goodness. She actually does, oh, man, who does she do? She does everybody great. So... Yeah, another great vocalist. There's so many in this town that I'd love to sing with, but the one because, I sang with mostly in Deja yeah. Vu is um, Sarah C. Sarah Capitacasa. Oh, She's yeah, my drummer's sister. Well, oh. not my drummer. That's really rude. I don't own him. But my <laughs> the band I would play in, you know, quite regularly up until recently, Frank, uh, Frank. his sister. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Frank Capitacasa is his yep. sister, Sarah C. Big so Sarah C. would musical play family. in... Um, Deja Vu. So AJ, really? myself. And I, yeah, in the later years, yeah. there was two of us sharing the load because I didn't we didn't know that. Yeah, that three-part harmony—you couldn't beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge voice. Massive voice. Yeah. Massive voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Um, and very big d- privilege dad, for me to sing with her. Yeah. Oh, and Dad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. Paul Toussaint. Oh, come on. Yeah. Extraordinary. And um, she had to come out with her legs kicking, or else she would have been put back. I reckon. <laughs> That's what my dad said. I was said so disappointed that Frank me. wanted to play drums. Like, yeah, I know. You know, it's like that's what he wants to do. You know, still music. You know, he's a great player. And drummers, like, because I've been doing this now for so long. I was mentioning it to you earlier. This your guest number ninety one. So I've spoken to a lot of Melbourne musos. That's so wonderful. And whenever I speak with a drummer, it's always the struggle story. Like, <laughs> there's never a. I don't. Maybe if I'm getting this wrong, but most of the time it's like I wanted to play the drums, and my mum and dad wouldn't let me. You know, it's always, uh, you know, not until this or not until that. Okay, eventually, okay, fine. Obviously, you want to do it. We'll eventually let you yep. play the drums. We are serious. It's expensive and it's big and it's and loud. And it's loud. Yeah, I get I that as a dad now, man. Oh, man. I used to fall asleep behind the drum kit when, when I was real little. That was there my favorite go. place to just yeah. curl up behind the drums. so I could watch the kick pedal. Loved it. <laughs> See it was this, the, the best. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. Yeah, far out, man. Love it. I had to marry a drummer. I mean, it was in the. I was on the cards, man. You didn't yeah. really have much of a choice. No, You're well, he looked at my the, uh... bottom for that long. I eventually <laughs> had to let him touch it. That's that's how it goes. Classic. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't tell you my oh, I, my massive st- like uh, uh, so we were with John Stevens at the AFL after party for Collingwood and they won so we were Collingwood's band yeah. as they came off at, like the, the, for the fans just next to the MCG there yes. was this huge little thing set up so as soon as they won they all piled in all the VIP magpies yes. came in we entertained them until the players got there John Stevens came on and then we finished up I um, twisted my ankle on stage and my microphone, which was so loud, landed in front of the front of house. (gasps) So I had feedback like you've never heard it before. I think the whole of. I think I caused the earthquake. Of uh, you know, two thousand and whatever, you know, the wharf is swift is is moving now because of that. It oh was the God. loudest sound you've ever heard. So after I I came down off the drum riser, I think I jumped off the drum riser. Right, right. Like a like a true rock star. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and you're twisted in heels my or ankle, something. of course, in massive oh, heels. What were you thinking? So so poor John Stevens had to empty his rider bucket, and I had to put my foot in his bu- in his ice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. John, good on yeah. you, John. He took it on his what chest. What a trooper. Yeah, he did. He was like, my oh. beer can go warm. Just look after your ankle. It's Poor fine. Poor Michelle. He's you've, lovely. You've done yourself a mischief there. I know. Here you it's go. It's my four toes. Yeah. It stops me every time. <laughs> yeah. All right, so listen, guys. If you want to book Michelle, be aware she might fall over. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty clumsy. But the voice makes up for hey, it, man. She's got a set of pipes it. on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You'd hope so. After oh, this gosh. many years. No, it's been fun. I couldn't believe it, actually. Growing up in the country town that I did, I, th- there was no way in my wildest dreams that yeah. I would ever dream of coming to Melbourne and, and singing the amount that I have. I mean, 100 gigs a year for yeah. 20 years. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Lots of singing. I mean, I've done the you know the tribute thing um, growing up in the 90s. You know, Eddie Vedder was like a yeah. m- massive influence for me. Awesome. So much so in the early noughties when I was coming up in yeah, TAFE, actually. Yeah, the early noughties, right? <laughs> so naughty, those noughties. So naughty. Um, I was in a Pearl Jam tribute band, you know, right. and we, we did that whole gig for, for quite a few years. Mm. Um, and then not, on, not since then had I really tributed him again until their first album, 10 Turned 25. And we were like, well, let's do a tribute awesome. to that one album because everyone just loves that record. Oh, my gosh. And so I found myself now in that world again, in that tribute Great. world, you know. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun, you People know. Love People they love really it. People really do. They love to hear full albums even from yeah. start to finish because we're all older that we were the ones that bought the albums and listened to the whole thing, remember? Exactly. I was the one that would ring up Shepherd and Brashes and say, can I get this album in? And then they'd ring me back three weeks later, your, your, your CD's in. Your CD's then I'd catch in. the bus to Shepparton. <gasps> How exciting. Grab this precious CD. Did you have a discman that you could listen to it on the way home? No. You had to wait. I had to take the bus back, like an hour and a half, back to oh. Kai Everham, back to Gurgari to put it in my very precious CD player at home, yeah. you know, with D-sized batteries. This is, and you should have brought the boombox with the batteries. I could have, man, but, you know, how embarrassment. Can you but imagine I playing that to everyone well, on the I bus? Well, I wanted to spend the time on the bus home going through the leaflet. Yeah, the, the, the booklet, booklet. that came with the CD. Yeah, man. Those were the days. I See, they don't know. They, they download the song on Spotify that they want. That's it. No, that's it. What? It's on an album? What? There's other songs? What? What? No, just <laughs> yeah. next artist. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't tell me a huge story. Yep. I just want the next song, damn it. So much so I want to be able to pay to skip a song <laughs> if I don't fucking like it. You brats. 
<laughs> I know, and it's incredulous to us, but this is what happens. Oh, this my is what God. happened. Yes. Yeah, it's Incredible. crazy. Yeah. I, I remember uh, it was 2000. I was 20 years old, man. Oh, my gosh. I was Because ca- I was a, um, a bit of a sheltered kid, so I wasn't driving at 20 years old. I was still catching the bus yeah, and the cool. train and, and whatever else. And I knew my favourite band, Pearl Jam, was releasing a new album, Binaural, right? And awesome. I, was, I was going to TAFE at the time. And Greensboro? I specific- Greensboro TAFE. Love it. And I specifically went to like Kmart or Target or whatever in Greensboro about a week or so before and bought myself my very first Discman, right? So I was ready for the release day. With the little tiny ear. Oh no, pots. I went out and bought these bad boys, like these style ones. So oh I had the my full gosh, enclosed. So you got the big enclosed yeah, man, I spent ears. like a hundred bucks on the on the fucking you know. <laughs> that was a the, lot of money back the then, Discman, kids. Yeah, man. The discman <laughs> and the headphones and the battery so I could listen to it. So the day it dropped, I made my way into so Greensboro. Bought it and I was listening to it on the way to TAFE. I couldn't carry that C D player on the bus with me. It was too big. Can you imagine? <laughs> Far I'd have to put around, in man. a baby capsule <laughs> or a pram. <laughs> Take my CD player into the brushes. Can you imagine? No. Wonderful, wonderful. So good. Well, Michelle, I think we've um, we've certainly touched on so many things. Um, you know, we've reminisced. We've we've hit on a lot of parts of your career. Um, before we do finish up, was there anything that you did that you thought I oh, I really want to get this um, on record before <gasps> oh we finish? Oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. One more thing, Mr. Brett Wood. BW. Good old Brett Wood, um, episode three and four, I believe, of the oh Art of Touring. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, alum. He's a proud Art of Tourist, <laughs> Art of Tourist, Art of Touring <laughs> alumni. Yeah, yeah. Art of Touring tourist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> BW. He and I had an original. That was my little stint. Oh, yes. Yeah. What was it yeah. called? I think we called it Gypsy. I wasn't Gypsy. sure. We had, yeah. Yeah, you did, didn't you? And we did a few gigs at the Everland. And oh, look, I, I, remember I, I that, dipped man. all of my nine toes in that water. Yeah. And I, and I had a little feel around. And it was great. But I just knew it wasn't me. Like, sure. I love writing songs, writing music. Yeah, yeah. But I guess the music that I write is so – I've written music for musicals as yes. well, like songs for for, uh, for Press Hill. Yeah. Um, I help the students write their own original songs for the production. Oh, wow. Yeah, nearly cool. every year, except last year – we did. Um, we will rock you. So we didn't. We just celebrated Queen. Isn't it great cool. that all these, you know, Kiss, Queen, everybody's coming back. Metallica, yeah, like, yeah. well, not that they ever really left, but yeah, that it's, it's all become very popular. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Mm. So cool. So songwriting to me had. Um, yeah, it wasn't about being a, a solo artist or a band artist, but that was still great, and it was so much fun. And I just yeah. want to. Shout out to Brett Wood who a gypsy. helped me do that. I yeah. had my little original music project on the side. Well, you, and it was awesome. You've done well, man. Loved I've it. I've known Brett since I was nineteen, and I've been trying to get in an original <laughs> band with him since then. And you were able to achieve it back in the early noughties. So kudos to you, I've man. I've got boobs. I think. Yeah, that's probably what it was actually. <laughs> That's probably why I don't get as many gigs. Damn it, if only I had tits. 
I've been saying that for years and no one believed yeah, me. Yeah, but you got that face, so you're you're golden. I should be right. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, you should grow a beard though. And should, call I should bring and you could you should call yourself Jesus, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, just joking. Just making fun of you Jesus, now. Eh? You're awesome. I was doing a freaking um, a, a movie because you know that's a sentence that comes out of people's mouths. Awesome. And I was um, I was a caged extra. Oh my god. Yeah, I was in a cage um, for a, a predominant because I mean the, the movie's like a tournament style movie. So you, you know I was waiting in the cage to either be chosen to be you know killed off or Do whatever. Do I know this movie? No, no, it hasn't come out oh, yet. Yeah, my. it's in, it's in production, right? And so the star of the movie is a, is a well-known wrestler in the states, uh, James Storm. Shout, shout out to James because I know you're listening, right? <laughs> he, he came in hey, and James. I had the I I purposely made sure my beard was like dishevelled. Like I grew it on purpose for quite a few months. And your eyebrows? And the eyebrows, yeah. The full, you know, John Howard eyebrows, right? Awesome. And as soon as he, he saw me in the cage, he's like, hey, crack Jesus, how you going? <laughs> hey, do a crack Jesus. That's amazing. <laughs> so like no matter where you're from or who you are, <laughs> if you see me around with a beard, it's just natural that I get called Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, I think I may just shave the beard permanently just so I don't have to put up with it anymore or embrace it, one of the two. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Mish, it's been great catching up with you. I wish I looked you. like somebody. Right? With or without a beard. Hey, no, you, you've got the Kylie Malo- <laughs> yeah. Minogue look going yeah, on right so now. With come and dance hair. with me in the show. Yeah? Do you go, Everybody's do you do, um, doing a brand new dance. <laughs> do, you know, my favourite Kylie song is, is uh, Confide in Me. Do you get to do that song? Or no. is it too, too much of a deep cut? It's so much. Yeah, but can you, uh, you're resonating with me there because that's one of my favourite song. great songs. And I like that spinning around, you know, because you get to yep. see her bum quite a bit. We do spinning around. There you go. Yeah, and you do see my bottom. I don't know if it's, as, <laughs> it's not near. As good as not Kylie. nearly as good as Kylie's, but, you know. You know there you go. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, different shape. Mine's more of a doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, fantastic times on the Art of Touring tonight with Michelle Berner. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been great getting to um, to reminisce and, and to hear all your stories and, and, and uh, your upbringing and, and where you came from. I couldn't thank you enough, Michelle. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And um, uh, if you are out there and, and you get to see Michelle uh, sing live, it's a real treat. Um, and if, you, if you're going to see uh, the, uh, what is it called again? Plug it one more time. The 100% Kylie. 100 percent Kylie. It may follow or may them. not be me. It may or not be you, but it's a great show. You endorse Such a great it. Show. Um and follow them. Did they have a Facebook and Instagram yeah, of course and all they that? Hundred percent oh, Kylie. Sweet. It's everywhere. You can't escape it. Can't escape it. Right, so oh. give them a follow if you if you love your Kylie. Michelle, thanks again. We will see you on stage very, very soon. Thanks, Jesus. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> it's this dog, man. You can't call me Jesus at the end. They're gonna ruin the tagline. All right, sure. <laughs> see him see you, Mish. See you later, David. There you go, David. Oh, I'm happy with that. <laughs> and that's a wrap, Sizzlers. Episode 91, all done. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying here with me on the Art of Touring podcast, episode 91. We're 91 episodes deep. Can you believe it? If you like this episode, give the podcast a share on social media. Use the hash, even if you didn't like the episode. 
<laughs> I always say that every week. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, well, maybe you didn't. That's fine. But share it anyway. Maybe someone else will like it. You know, use the hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring Podcast. If you are a first-time listener to the show, I hope you do come back each and every week. Keep on listening. We're getting up to 100 and I've got a feeling I'm going to be hanging up the headphones after 100. So uh, if you're enjoying it, Get on on the regular every week while you can. If you'd like to get if you if you'd like to get in contact with me, please email me directly at artofturingpodcast@gmail.com. Maybe you would like to come on the show, or if you're a touring muso or a performer or a wrestler, please hit me up or send me a message on Instagram at artoftouringpodcast. You can listen to Art of Touring on all of the podcast platforms if you enjoyed this show please take a moment to give the podcast a rating with the podcast app on your phone and write a short review and stick around next week for a brand new episode now let's get into some plugs Saturday the 15th of February at the Spotted Mallard in Brunswick, the Art of Touring podcast is celebrating its 100th episode with a live event. Joining me on the night will be previous guests from the podcast, including live sets from the Millionaires Club, Delsinki, Warbirds, Swedish Pop Factory, and the debut performance by... The Hollywood Hitman. We've changed the name in the last 24 hours. So we're going to be performing your favorite tracks from fake bands and movies, including Spinal Tap, Still Crazy, Mark Wahlberg's Rockstar, and The Wedding Singer. So the Hollywood Hitman, first ever performance at the Spotted Mallard on the 15th of February for the Art of Touring 100th episode live gig. It's going to be insane. Tickets are available right now. So grab them right now. Go to OzTix. Go to the Facebook page. Uh, just grab your tickets and it's going to be an epic night. I actually just put in an order for 50 exclusive pins that will be given to 50 people on the night. So the first 50 people there will get an exclusive Art of Touring podcast collectible pin. These are going to be going like hotcakes, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you come to the gig so you can get your pin. That's all from me this week. Before I go, I do have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelled W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Miss Michelle Burner. We had a laugh, didn't we, me and Mish? My goodness. Uh, if you do want to follow her on social media, search her up and um, you can see all of her upcoming gigs when they appear. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of The Art of Touring with a sizz diggity dog. Wow, wow, wow. Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Lobo's Collectibles in Thornbury, the best vintage toy store in the universe, and Anytime Fitness in Epping, where, as the name suggests, you can train anytime, day or night.